This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Hey everyone, welcome to Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. I'm your host, Marissa Roman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sarah Heddleston. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Marissa. How are you doing? Good. How are you? You know what? I am okay. I'm super excited to talk about Saugatuck, Michigan today. This is our official first episode for the Small Town Getaways limited season. And we're going to be covering, uh, I think it's 15 different small towns across the U.S. We're going to dive deep each episode and hopefully also be able to talk to some locals about what they love about each town. Sounds amazing. And I honestly cannot wait. I know. I'm, I can't believe that Only In Your State is officially launching a podcast. I feel like that's so exciting. We've all kind of been waiting for this moment. And here we are. Yeah, and we all have a lot to say. Our writers do, our readers do. So I think this is going to be amazing to really, you know, put a voice behind all of what we've written already. Yeah, absolutely. And just, I guess our overall goal here, or maybe mine, I'm not going to speak for everyone, is to really inspire more travel, especially to these places that maybe you haven't heard about. Maybe you've lived in a state for all your life and you've never found the hidden gems and, uh, you know, inspiring people to travel to these places that are off the beaten path. I just know that, and I experienced this as I researched this first episode that as start, as soon as we start talking about new places, I'm going to want to pack up and move. And (laughs) it is just, I love wandering. I love finding new places. And I think that's a great point. Like, inspiring people to travel to little known places is very important. And right. Yeah. Yeah. I I have this, um, I guess it's a problem that I joke about all the time that wherever I go in, in travel wise or whatever I explore or research, I feel like I can live there. And that's my, fr- the first <laughs> thought in my head. I'm like, you know what? I can totally live here. And I acclimate so fast and I'm like, yeah, now I'm going to be a resident. Oh my it yeah. feels like a curse, doesn't it? Like you step off the plane or the train and you're like, hey, should I move here? Right. <laughs> yes. I could totally do this. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, especially for Saugatuck, Michigan, doing oh, this yeah. research, I was like, oh, gosh, this place sounds phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I would totally move here. Uh, it's a coastal town in Michigan. And I mean, just the research about this place, I was like. Dude, when when can I pack a bag and, and move? Mm-hmm. Yep. Honestly, that is it's on my list of places to drive to. It's not that far from me. So I oh, I'm already sold. Road trip. Yeah. Man, I wish I could. I think it's a little far for me, Ooh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adding to the bucket list for sure. Um, so also just like I want to add a quick disclaimer to people listening that Sarah and I, we're not travel experts by any means, but we have done a significant amount of travel in the U.S., outside of the U.S. We always do a ton of research on these places we visit, but sometimes we might get things wrong, and that's okay. That's why we have a phone number for listeners to call in, leave us voicemails, be like, hey, you pronounced this wrong. Hey, this is not right. We love feedback, and we're not going to get it right every time, but The overall goal, like we said, is just to inspire people to travel to these places that they may not have heard of. 
All right, we're going to dive in right now to our very first episode, Saugatuck, Michigan. We featured this on our website, Only in Your State. And let's just jump right into some of like the really incredible, obvious facts about this town. Uh, it's a coastal town. It is huge into art. They have a vibrant art scene. Um, mm -hmm. They were named one of the top five art towns in the United States, which I thought was so cool. Um, did any of your... Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, on the mitten, if you hold up the mitten, not where I expected. It's actually on the outside of your hand to the left. So, right. I, yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Notice that too. Yeah. Geographically. So it's on Lake Michigan, Kalamazoo Lake, Kalamazoo River. Mm -hmm. There's water all around you. Um, the coolest thing that I found about it being a, a waterfront place is that they have a ferry, which can yeah. take you across the Kalamazoo River. And it's the only remaining chain-driven, hand-cranked ferry of its kind. Super I cool. I fell in love with it. I wanna, I've never seen one, never been on one, but it just seems so, you know, just uh, historical and there's yes. almost medieval. Like, I want to go on a hand-cranked. Ferry. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. yeah. Like you wouldn't normally think about. Oh, this ferry. It's going to be you know for, started in 1838. Couple bucks to get on it to cross the Kalamazoo River, and it's like a piece of history right there. I hope there is one specific uh, ferry person who's on the chain, whatever that person is. They say, "Oh, go, hey Hank, take me across." <laughs> I hope it's just one person always manning it. I would love that, actually. That would definitely add to the whole charm of this this town, for sure. So outside of the history, um, basically, just when you look at photos of this town, it's like picturesque postcard town. You have windswept seagrass and sandy dunes. It's just like, it looks like a magical place. It is. It's ethereally beautiful in such a way that I feel like Nicholas Sparks would be kicking himself in the butt <laughs> right. not having been born here and writing yes. all his stories about it because it is just beautiful. I would never expect it to be in Michigan. Yeah. Not, no offense against Michigan. It just didn't seem that way. No, I, I agree 100%. And I just feel like uh, I feel like it said you could walk the entire town, walkable, bikeable. You don't need a car. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get from one place to another, even if you're not crossing the Kalamazoo River by foot. And there's so much to see. There is. But I will say that in my very intense research, I noted that it's a small town. You don't have the DoorDash. You don't have Uber Eats. It's one of those things where it is quaint and you're going to like it that way. It yeah. has art, it has wine, and you're not going to have to, you know, maybe you have to walk outside of your, your apartment to, to get food. But nine, yeah. 900 to 1,000 residents, that is that is charming as all get out. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's the appeal and why mm -hmm. it draws so many crowds uh, spring and summer, for sure, is because you're able to kind of disconnect from your everyday life and maybe like leave the cell phone at home, go for yeah. a walk, uh, you know, head to the water, Go to the downtown area where uh, it's historic downtown area where you can shop. There are restaurants, so many breweries if you want to grab a drink, uh, you know, and just kind of like get away from the like riffraff of everyday life and have a nice vacation. Yeah. And, and like we said earlier, whenever I saw pictures of this place, I'm like, you know what? I could live here. 
um, yes. or at least have a condo because right. not only do you have the quaint small town charm, but the water on almost every side from, you know, the Great Lake to Kalamazoo to the river, it is just, you know, no matter where you look, there's something beautiful to see. Yeah, absolutely. And then you mentioned uh, wine before. So uh, I found in my research, Saugatuck is located right in the middle of the Southwest Michigan wine trail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Uh, so anybody, if you like wine, if you're looking for a little wine getaway in the Midwest, this might be a good place to go. Absolutely. And it does feel like it's one of those lesser known places, not like some of the other, you know, wine regions of the U.S. that are just so populated, but you can go to Saugatuck and have um, a tasting room downtown, go to the, you know, shore wine trail, other spots nearby, and just have a peaceful experience where you're not feeling like you're on a wait list or you, you know, have to get on a reservation list. So it's, it's just really cool and cute that way. Yeah. Like a, just a quaint, charming wine getaway versus, you know, like, yeah, like having to be shuttled around and stop here, here, here. It's just, I just, yeah, that just adds to the appeal more that, I mean, why these small towns are such great places for weekend exploration. Absolutely. You could do so much in, you know, two days, sometimes three days. And uh, yeah, I think that's so appealing to me. And especially with a town like Saugatuck that relies so heavily on tourism, I would want, I would hope that it would never change. And I know maybe I'm fighting a losing battle. We're talking about it right now and saying, hey, you should go. But it is just such a lovely gem in the middle of Michigan. And I think that for how small it is, if you were to go downtown, being able to stop in the art studios or the vineyards, or go to the parks, or go to the beach and see the dunes. It's literally full of things you can do, all within walking distance. And that is a big plus for me. Like, if you can just get yeah. out of your car and wander on foot, amazing. Right. And, and rare, too. It's rare nowadays to, ha- to find these places where you can do everything uh, without driving. And just kind of, like, walk and explore and have your own adventure uh, on foot that so you don't even need to really plan because there's so much within walking distance. You can just have like a choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. It does remind me of some of the other more populated and popular um, sort of like Island getaways or like a Martha's vineyard, but it's just, you know, approachable and easily right. attainable. And it's not something where you feel like you would be out of place, which, you know, I think can sometimes be intimidating if you want to go visit some other places in the country. Um, This just seems like, you know, they're all good beans there, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people will go to Saugatuck or have heard of Saugatuck for the beaches. Mm -hmm. So starting there, you can't talk about this small town without mentioning the beaches, which are award-winning, world-renowned, you know, and starting with Oval Beach which has been acclaimed as one of the best beaches in the world by Condé Nast and one of the top freshwater beaches in the U.S. by National Geographic. I can't believe I haven't heard of it. Whenever I saw how popular, really, I mean, not that I know all, but I'm Michigan's neighbor. I feel like I should have heard of this at some point. Shame on me. No, not even. I think that just is like adding to the appeal that they still have these Mm -hmm. world-renowned beaches 
that, you know, it's like you just you kind of need to have a friend in the know to kind of whisper, hey, go to this beach. And then, you know, there you are. And it's this beautiful hidden gem that is award winning. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So outside of the beaches, um, it just seems like Sagatuck is the place to be for outdoor adventures. Um, Hiking, biking. You have all of these dunes, which uh, dune buggy riding is a big uh, attraction here. If you love the outdoors, you love to get a little dirty. That's the thing to do. Um, Also, uh, Saugatuck uh, has some parks as well. Saugatuck Dune State Park, which you have 2.5 miles of Lake Michigan shoreline within that park, plus a thousand acres of freshwater dunes. I haven't seen dunes in my life, which is strange because I am pretty well traveled, but I've just never hit like all of the spots in the U S and never abroad. So I think that is one of the main reasons why I want to go to Saugatuck. Um, it's just see the dunes be in a more isolated area and just take it all in, you know, plop down with a bottle of wine from like Fen Valley vineyards and just enjoy. Love that with a sunset. I heard the sunsets on Lake Michigan are spectacular. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of uh, parks, I don't think it was Saugatuck Dunes Park, but uh, they do have a lot of amazing parks. And I noticed that one of them, I think it was Wick Park, has a Surratt bathroom. So, you know, like the afternoon at the Grand Jot, the the pointillism painting, someone completely painted one of the uh, like the public bathrooms to look like that painting. And I thought it was just such a cute little gem in the the middle of a random park. It's yeah, it's great. How cool, which adds to the appeal of it being an art centric place to be. Yes. And there's even like classes you can take downtown. I'm sure tons of paint and sips, things like that is just, you could stay in that little downtown area for an entire weekend and not get bored. That's really cool. Yeah. I, to me, you have the outdoors, you have wine, breweries, great food and an art scene. It really sounds like it has everything in one place. One of my favorite things, speaking of the art scene, one of my favorite things about Saugatuck that I discovered was an art installation that is actually a global installation. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of the, I think it's Chimeric's Theory um, placards. Mm-mm. No. So there is a Nozomi placard in one of the parks, and it is based on an art series by... Uh, Dimitri, uh, I forget Dimitrios' first name, but it's an artist who places these placards around the world. And most of these installations are like bronze or stone, but they're inscribed with stories about a parallel universe that coexists with some degree to ours. So it's, they're placards for things that haven't happened in our universe. And that just, that kind of fictional spin and appeal just draws me in every time. Mm. And there's one in Sagatuck. Well, not exactly in Saugatuck, but nearby in Holland. And it details, I think, one of, you know, like a war or events, just big events that happened in the parallel universe of uh, Chimeric's there. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I feel like that's like a whole, uh, what, metaverse yeah. kind of scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that. And these really are, every, like, they're, I think, like in India, Brazil. I mean, I'm just... I don't have it in front of me, but they're all over the world. And uh, yeah, it's wow. really, really cool. I've never heard of this before. Mm-hmm. Do they have more in the U.S. too? They do. I think I saw some in like Indiana. Um, yeah, there are other ones you can you can check out. 
Yeah, so let's dive into uh, people are planning a weekend getaway. Maybe we have some accommodations, uh, different places to stay. You could always obviously choose an Airbnb. But I must say, Saugatuck does have some really incredible bed and breakfast options. I feel like you would have to stay at one of the inns just to get the experience. Nothing against um, independently owned B&Bs, but go to an inn, go to a bed and breakfast. I think it's just worth it. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I was looking at uh, Wickwood Inn, which is like, it's a, it's a bed and breakfast type experience, but elevated. Mm-hmm. It's more upscale, stylish. You got like a little bit of luxury thrown in the mix. And then you're also just like smack dab in the middle of it all in the town. Yep. And it's one of those things where it almost seems out of place with some of these, like, like you said, like luxury additions. And it reminds me of other places around the world. And I just like how they can juxtapose those sorts of aesthetics and just have still such a charming little town. It's not overrun at all. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you don't want to do kind of like an upscale thing, if it's not a romantic weekend, maybe it's just you're on a solo trip or you're with your friends. You just need a place to to rest as you explore. Serendipity Bed and Breakfast and Cottage, also a great option. Um, and they offer, uh, five suites, three bed and breakfast rooms, and even a cottage on site that you could stay. I don't know about you, but I would go for the cottage. Right. Yes, definitely. It looks so cute. Like uh, you could, it's like a Hallmark movie in the, in the making. Oh yeah. You're staying in the cottage, you're exploring the town. Like what can be better than that? I was actually looking into it and I couldn't find any evidence, but I would, I feel like it's a town where you could film in. Like it's just a great spot to right. you know have like a hallmark movie film there <laughs> so yes that's what i picture mm-hmm. in my head speaking of hallmark movies <laughs> what a weird segue um seasonally there are so many things to do in this small town i was blown away what, what was the most interesting like seasonal activity that you would you would do in Sagatuck? i think for me i was shocked at at all of the winter activities mm-hmm. i don't know why i i just didn't i wasn't thinking about winter I was picturing more, you know, fall, leaves changing, drinking cider, pumpkin picking kind of thing, which <laughs> they do also have all of that. Right. But then uh, they were talking about, uh, I was researching snowshoeing in Saugatuck Dune State Park. And I'm like, holy moly, this is a whole, you have a whole winter itinerary too. That would be so fun. Uh, I love, I love the change of seasons. I love the winter. I mean, granted, I love it until about January 20th then I'm over it (laughs) but yeah I feel like this would be a great place to to spend winter and Christmas I didn't see a lot of um decorations for Christmas in the winter but I have a feeling it would just look like a little little north pole and maybe that's what we do is we plan a trip in the winter Christmas time oh yeah that sounds cozy uh I would probably go in the fall I mean I'm just fall is in my blood. I love uh, autumnal decorations and flavors and smells. It's fantastic. Um, So I'd probably want to go in the fall, but a winter spent there does sound amazing. Although I was curious, um, given its location on the Great Lakes, how Lake Effect snow impacts it. Um, I don't know if you're, if you've ever lived close enough to a lake to get that, but it is horrendous (laughs) horrendous <laughs> um, yeah I spent a lot of time in Chicago and I was oh, like yeah. what in the heck is this 
Yeah. It's, it was so cold. I've, I've nearly moved to Chicago so many times, but then I come back to, but the winter, <laughs> the winter. <though>. Right. <laughs> right. I was shocked. Just like the, the wind coming off the lake. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is kind of miserable to me. And I mean, I grew up in New Jersey, which I thought was cold. Right. But oof, that was brutal. <laughs> but I did uh, see that there that Saugatuck has a lot of things to do in fall in particular. Um, obviously, spring and summer, we kind of have covered with the hiking, uh, the ferry, the beaches. But then in fall, if you visit, they have a, a cider fest that happens. Uh, it's been happening for I think it's gonna be 50 years now oh wow yeah so it's like a whole family thing where you can go drink cider uh and uh and just kind of enjoy the fall weather which sounds dreamy to me Mm -hmm. and uh they also have an Oktoberfest in Douglas the nearby town um and also a Halloween parade too for for adults uh, oh. that you can leave your kids at home and just have a whole adults Halloween costume parade in Douglas. That would be so cute. Oh man. Yeah. So I, I think for people that maybe assume that Saugatuck is the place to be for spring and summer, first, you're, you're absolutely right. But second, you can also visit in fall and winter and I think just still get a completely unique experience, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what season. Yeah, you do have a lot of options. And having grown up in a small town, usually it feels like, oh, well, this is our one attraction. This is the one reason why people want to visit. But Saugatuck is really well-rounded. It really is. And I think that's why it makes for such a great first episode for Only in Your State. Um, just it's, it's the, the place you go when you think about a weekend away, that it's filled with things to do. You have charm. It's like a quintessential postcard place. And you're able to have new experiences and new adventures that you would hope when you're just going somewhere for a weekend. And not only that, but that weekend could be so diverse of what you could do in this very small town. So as you said, you could go, you know, rent dune buggies, or if it's in the winter, you could take snowshoes out. You could go to an art gallery. It's, it's a, you can really have a bit of everything there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, in case, uh, you know, anybody listening, they want to travel to Saugatuck, Michigan. Hopefully we have inspired you to do so. And also if you have more information about Saugatuck that maybe you want to share, you think we should know about, you could always call in, text in, let us know your thoughts. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. And honestly, I think I'm packing my bags. I'm ready to go. It's almost fall. And this just seems like a place I need to go this year. Right. Yeah. You really don't have to twist my arm at this point. Right. Next week, I'll be like, hey, Sarah, I'm coming to you live from Saugatuck, Michigan. <laughs> I believe it. You know what? I believe it. <laughs> if you're ready to take on this adventure with us, exploring the best small town getaways across the United States, Make sure to like and subscribe on whatever listening platform you use. We really hope you enjoyed listening to Not Your Average Bucket List. Our next stop on the small town getaways road trip is Fredericksburg, Texas. Stay tuned. Only in Your State is an award-winning travel publisher that uncovers hidden gems and local favorites across the U.S. 
We have a presence in all 50 states with a passionate following of fellow travelers looking to get out and explore. Head on over to onlyinyourstate.com to find the best attractions in your backyard and beyond.